Hello out there in podcast land, this is your friend Dino again, bringing you with another episode of the weird, bizarre, and strange events of my life, and those around that seem to tag along with it. This story is about my cousin, we'll call him Steve, and Steve is a great guy, he's always been a good friend, a good relative, and a generous friend, but Steve has a problem. Steve is ugly. And not just a normal kind of ugly. And I don't say this to be mean. I'm just telling you because people have seen him and actually gasp in horror. You see, when Steve was three years old, his parents liked to cook meth in their kitchen. Which was the same place where they liked to store their propane tanks. Well, one day something happened. His father was trying to make crank or meth, I'm not sure, something happened and he ran out of the house. Steve was right in the kitchen, sitting at the table while his father and mother were making the crank. They managed to get out of the house, but they forgot to take Steve. Steve received third degree burns on 50% of his body and also had, from the fourth explosion, a severely crushed jaw and part of his nose was, was eradicated in the explosion. His parents were arrested, and he never saw them again. But this didn't disturb Steve. He kept on going. He kept on, he continued with his education, even though he had to go endure many painful surgeries to correct his jaw, the scars, his burns, everything. He ended up living with my, one of my aunts, who took excellent care of him. He even went so far as to have her adopt him. But when she died, something happened to Steve. He became lonely. And not the normal kind of lonely. The kind of loneliness that people who have trouble with relationships can only understand. The kind of loneliness where you wake up every day and you know you're going to be alone. Nothing can be changed, nothing can be happening. You're still going to be alone. But Steve continued. He tried dating around his town, asking women, going to bars, to clubs, to concerts, anything he could to meet women. He had a fantastic personality, extremely bright man, and extremely generous, kind, everything I've ever heard other women talk about what they were looking for in a guy. But Steve was still ugly. And women who had met him in the first two seconds have told me to my face that they could not even stand to look at him because he was too painful to look. Well, when Steve graduated from college, with a degree in geology, he moved out to the reservation in Arizona. Every morning, he would get up and wander the desert looking for rocks, which you think would be a wrong kind of job, but he enjoyed nature, he enjoyed his long walks, and he liked the idea that he could find precious gems just sitting on the ground. And he did a fantastic job finding rare 
kinds of gems, diamonds, opal, crystals, everything you can think of. And he made a fantastic living at it. And people were actually coming to him, begging them to find Pacific stones. And he did a great job. He never had to dig for them. He just simply knew where to look. And he found them. And after a while, Steve got himself a very nice house built out in the desert. He got himself two cars. But the problem still remained. Steve was lonely. He tried the internet. And he tried different factions and different ideas, hoping that he could somehow find someone who could overlook his appearance. He's tried. He has thrown so much money into his appearance, trying to make sure that his appearance wouldn't shock the other people around him, especially women. Children have actually burst into tears at the sight of him. I never saw him that way because he was my cousin. And I always thought of him as more of a brother than a cousin. And I always wished him well and wanted him to be happy. But no matter how much I wanted him to be around me and around everybody else in my family, Steve was still lonely. And he would always return back to the desert to look for his rocks by himself out in the middle of the desert. One day I tried to contact Steve. He wouldn't answer. I wrote him letters, he didn't respond. I sent him emails, nothing. Text messages, everything you could possibly imagine to contact him, he didn't respond. I knew he was battling with depression. So I got in my car, took the six hour drive to find his house, went there, he wasn't there. Called the police, the police said, that they found out that he had taken a trip. But where, they couldn't tell me because of confidentialities, which I, if anybody out there could explain it to me, I'd greatly appreciate it. I left a letter on the door of Steve's house asking him to call me back. It was important to make sure that he was well and everything else was happening. I assumed that Steve had gone to the Mayo Clinic because he had written them many letters asking them to help him with his appearance, with plastic surgery and false teeth and specialized grafting of his skin to repair some of the damage. But I was 100% wrong of what he was doing. Apparently Steve, um, against everybody else's judgment, joined a romantic tour of Russia to meet, of all things, a Russian bride. When we found out about this, we tried to contact him, tell him to come back, that he was just gonna get his heart broken again because we didn't have the confidence enough in him to believe that a woman out there could love him. And I'm sorry to say I was one of those people and to this day, I deeply regret it every day of my life. Well, Steve called me back about a month and a half later. And he told me he wanted me to come to his house. He had a surprise. Um, I was skeptical about going to his home, but I made the trip. 
got down there, and Steve was happy. You could tell in his tone and his voice and the way he carries himself that he was happy. And when I got inside his home, I was introduced to a very tall Russian woman who spoke very little English. She must have been at least six foot five, Steve only being five foot five. And she was very voluptuous, to say the least. She was stunning, long, curly, blonde hair, huge blue eyes, very pale skin. But the weirdest thing for me that shocked me, and the fact that it shocked me makes me rethink myself. She was hanging on Steve, on his every word and everything that he did. Steve actually was teaching her how to hunt rocks, how to hunt gems, how to find gold. Everything that he had learned, he was teaching her. And in turn, she was teaching him how to speak Russian. Everybody I knew was afraid that this was just one of those attempts for a woman to take his green card, to humiliate him, and leave him practically nothing. And if possible, maybe even send him down further into depression. For the sake of this conversation, I'll just call her Anastasia. Anastasia was very polite, very nice, very inquisitive about me, uh, my relationship with Steve, our family, and everything else. She didn't ask about money or cars. She didn't ask him for a car. She would go on these long walks with Steve into the desert, where they would sometimes uh, pitch a tent out in the middle of the desert because they had gone so far looking for rocks and gold and other items that they would have to stay overnight. Well, one year later, Steve sent me a letter with a picture uh, of a sonogram of his daughter. Anastasia and Steve were gonna have their first child. Steve was excited. And we were excited for Steve. But something happened to Steve after one year of marriage. He didn't become jealous. Let's get that clear. He became very proud of his wife. And his wife was actually very proud of Steve. And they seemed to be using that momentum to drive everybody else crazy. To give you an idea, he sent out birth announcements to his daughter, we'll call her Belle. And Belle was a beautiful child, very beautiful. Had his skin tone, but a lot of her features, beautiful child. Steve sent me a picture of when Belle was born, and in the background, Anastasia was wearing a red teddy. And frankly, a woman who should be is nursing shouldn't be wearing a red see-through teddy. 
But if that made them happy, I wasn't going to dispute that. Steve kept on sending us little announcements, little gifts throughout the holidays. After five years, they had two children. They had to stop having children because Anastasia had uh, had a uh, tumor in her uh, uterus that had to be removed. It crushed him a little bit, but he had his two daughters and he was very happy. But the problem that was driving everybody crazy is every time there was a birthday announcement, a christening, a wedding rehearsal, even a Christmas call, there was his wife in the background wearing, to say the least, something seductive. And not the kind of seductive that it would be, but the kind of seductive that you would expect to see on a very trashy magazine. But it made them happy, and I wasn't going to argue that. But at some point, you have to explain to them that you're simply rubbing their happiness in your face. To give you an idea, uh, Steve sent me a, a birthday card, and in it was a gift certificate to my favorite hardware store. And anybody who knows me knows that I'm a, well, uh, a hardware store junkie. I love tools and everything else underneath the sun that has to do with building, fixing, or anything else like that. I was so happy until I noticed in the envelope was a picture of Steve and his wife, Anastasia, at the beach. And Steve somehow managed, or it was her suggestion, that she wear a bikini that I can only describe as an eye patch. See, when you're wearing a bikini, in my opinion, it should cover most of the important parts. But when the bikini is not even hiding your nipples, there's something seriously wrong. But I'm so happy for Steve. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm extremely jealous of Steve. Because Steve has everything that most men want. He has a good job, he makes his own hours, he has a lot of money. You would figure some guy who wanders his edges looking for rocks wouldn't make that much money, but you'd be surprised. And Anastasia is still with him. She's a little bit more tan, speaks better English, Steve speaks better Russian, and they're still sending inappropriate photographs and videos to all our family members and friends. I think, personally, my opinion, that Steve is trying to teach us all a lesson. And in that lesson, he's trying to say, I found somebody when everybody else said I couldn't. So I'm going to make it my mission to make sure every single one of you knows that you had it wrong. Well, that's all we have for time for today, folks. I hope you enjoy the story. Y'all have a great day. Bye.